0: Welcome to the Cat City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 63. You've got Chris and Brian. Uh, This time around, we're going to talk about things that you can do to help people in your tribe who have recently purchased a firearm.
1: Absolutely. Um, To put a timeline point on this that's really not necessarily relevant, um, but it just happens to be where we're at and why this has come up. Um, We are, I think, heading into the uphill of the galoo, the Wu-Tang flu. The COVID nineteen slash coronavirus slash China flu, or pardon me, China flu, um, you know whatever the orange man calls it. Anyway, we are we're heading into you know a, a lot of businesses in Central Ohio being forcibly shut down. Um, a, a new th- a new uh, idea has popped up called social distancing. Um, all of the like, uh, sub 30 year olds with jobs and lives, it's making them hump like bunnies, which is probably helping them spread this stuff even more. And I don't know if that's a rebellion thing or they're scared of everything and it's the end of the world or exactly what's going on. Um, but there's some weird stuff going on right now. And I think probably some legitimate concern should be taken over this. Um, as a result, we've been through a week and a half of, of literally, uh, just getting crushed business wise um, thank goodness for some of the best distributors in the world we 've managed to keep some inventory here, keep a little bit of ammo flowing and stuff like that, but it 'll take care of people um, but but for for you know first time in a while, probably back to Parkland, the parkland I shooting think- or the election, the last election when when Hillary was going to win <clears throat> and didn 't <laughs> um, you know or or you know or or Sandy Hook or whatever pick your pick yeah. your most recent oh my god i got to go buy a gun thing. Um, This one's been a little different. So we have had more Obama voters than ever in the shop. Um, If you have, and and I mean politically speaking, that is not a comment about skin color, race, creed, um, religion, country of origin, or anything of that nature. We've just had more social squishes in here buying guns than we've ever had. Um, and, And so we're seeing folks come in who literally have said, I've never felt a need to own a gun before. And you know that they're dying to go, and I don't think anybody should own a gun, but I kind of want one right now because I don't feel safe. Um, so we have, you know, GOA and some other places reporting folks in California walking out of gun stores crying because there's a 10-day wait to buy a handgun in California, and they didn't know that, yet they're the wagons who voted for it 10 years ago. Um, so, 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 very politely... Very cordially, very casually understand that you might be related to some of these people um, and and understand that they've taken a step toward the dark side in their eyes. Welcome them to the dark side. That's my best voice. Sorry, I can't do James Earl Jens. Anyway, welcome these folks to the tribe gently, politely Thank them, maybe, for for showing some responsibility and going out and maybe doing something to take care of themselves and their family and keep themselves safe. But now, it's your job to not only welcome them and not rub it in their faces just yet. You can do that six months or a year down the road once they're hooked. Right now, it's your job to bring them along. So we're going to talk about what bringing them along looks like and understand that this was a probably a big financial commitment. It was probably a bigger ego commitment because they had to swallow all of the bullshit they've been trumpeting from WAPO and from the Brady gun control bullshit okay. and from Mini Mike with his security minions, his toadies around him with machine guns and shit, um, you know, protecting him. Um, but, you know, the common peasants don't need guns. And, and so all the stuff that they've been preaching... All the way back through the, um, you know, Barry going, well, it's, uh, it's it's easier to get a gun than it is to get a book. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a book. Um, no, so, this, yeah, so these people are, are kind of swallowing this right now. So, like I said, rub their noses in it later. Right now, let's help bring them along. Um, a lot of these folks were, were unable to get, they got the gun. They don't have any training. I literally showed more people this week how to make sure a gun was unloaded, and then how to physically, safely load a gun in the last week and a half, probably than I've done in the last decade.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were, I would say, the vast majority of people that purchased firearms um, this week have never even touched a gun before. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, or if they have, it was in an environment where they were a teenager, and it was their buddy their friend's dad's gun that they snuck out of the closet and it's a miracle no one got shot hurt or property damaged um if that was the case yeah
0: or it was you know a single shot 22 at summer camp yeah four decades ago
1: yeah yeah so so we're going to talk about kind of bringing your friends along um and 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 what that means and helping these folks get acclimated to um, being around the gun, understanding the gun's a tool, not something to be terrified of and something that they need to understand how to, you know, how to own it. Um, so we're going to talk about that for a few minutes and, and kind of give you some guidance on how to gently ease these folks into it. So um, let's start with ammo. Uh, a, a lot of these folks purchased firearms um, and, and honestly, we didn't have ammo and you couldn't get ammo. So they may have bought a gun without even being able to buy bullets to put in it. So, if you're uncomfortable handing your newbie friend bullets for their gun um, without, you know, without having them trained up, then this is where you come in with your due diligence and showing that person how to properly load, what the load sequence looks like. Um, as importantly, how to properly clear the weapon and ensure that it's safe. Um, you know, if you train a lot and you've got uh, maybe dummy rounds or snap caps or things of that nature, uh, which curiously enough have become unicorn poop right now. Um, you might, you know, hand them three or four or a half a dozen dummy rounds or snap caps and, and teach them the proper sequence to unload the gun, um, how to, you know, treat the gun properly. When you insert a mag, you do it briskly and firmly. When you run the slide, you don't hold onto it and ease it forward. You let it slam home where it's supposed to be. Um, you know, when you clear the gun, you remove the magazine first, and then you rack, rack, rack the gun to make absolutely sure it's empty. You lock it open, you look visually, and then tactilely check to make sure it's empty because we want to start ingraining good habits in these folks Um, and honestly a lot of us have bad habits when it comes to stuff like that. We're lackadaisical about our load and unload processes. We might not be unsafe but why not use that as an opportunity to almost treat it as a malfunction clearance when you're unloading the gun. You know, rip the mag, rack it back, you know, three times and then check it and see what's going on from there so you get a little bit of that, you know, that muscle memory, um, you know, rocking and rolling. Teach them to do that too, the Musashi mentality. Every time you touch the sword, you grasp it as if you're going to cleave a man in half. Um, you know, with that mentality, every time you touch the gun, you grasp it as if it's time to use it and then do administrative work after you've done that. So, you know, we'll talk about that kind of handling. Um, mm-hmm. There, I'm going to let Brian help us out with where online. Who does, Pat Rogers used to do a phenomenal load and AR sequence in a phenomenal unload and clear an AR sequence because he dealt with military folks mm-hmm. who from a loading sequence standpoint just kind of did it haphazardly and from a clear malfunction clearance sequence were using sports which was ineffective in almost every way possible. Um, I, who out there, I, I'm thinking like the Panio production stuff like we talked yeah. about earlier, some of the Magpul Dynamics videos, the, their handgun videos. Um, if you can find those on the YouTubes or online, um, I know that Travis Haley and Costa, when they were together doing that, they did a really good sequence video.
0: Haley's got all that stuff on the Panthea Productions. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, so if you're going to Panthea Productions, you know, take a look, you're looking for the last name Haley, H-A-L-E-Y, um, first name Travis, most of you, again, as shooters, you're in the tribe, you know who this guy is, but your friends don't write it down for them, show them, you know, maybe even sit down and watch the video with them, um, with no ammo in the room. And teach them how to load and unload the gun and do some basic things like that. Um, you know, most of us that shoot pretty seriously probably don't dry fire enough, but we know what it means to dry fire. Again, you know, grab these folks, pull them aside, and say, "Hey, ammo goes in a whole different room." And let's step into, you know, let's step into yet another room removed from that, and let's 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 practice, ma- let's practice manipulating the gun with no ammo in the room, and then pressing the trigger without disturbing the sights. Uh, gosh. They're going to look at you and go, well, okay, but I don't even know what that's supposed to look like. You've got to teach them sight alignment and sight picture as well, because, again, these folks may have no idea. Um, So we're going back to the basics and back to baby steps. Um, I will throw out a caveat, too, because this came up in a request from an email. How do you teach your wife how to shoot? Don't. Um, If you're teaching your wife the basic fundamentals, that's fine. There's no banging there's no <laughs> there might be banging going on I don't know we're all pretty bored right now um, so there's there's no shooting going on there's no loud noises going on so there's no ear pro which is one of the big communication issues with teaching a spouse or a significant other how to shoot um, but you know s- sitting back and, and teaching somebody, draw out a picture on the target get a get a cardboard target from us for a buck
0: or use a whiteboard or use
1: a whiteboard draw out a silhouette target or a bullseye or whatever draw out the proper sight picture aligned on the target properly and and so they can literally as they're bringing the gun up and looking at the target and lining the sights up properly and then putting them on the target properly and then pressing the trigger to the rear without disturbing the sight picture they've got visual reference for all of that you are starting from zero. So act like you're starting from zero. Act like you're teaching somebody who's brand new to this because a lot of folks are. Um, if it's your wife, if it's your significant other, generally we don't recommend training your significant other because there's generally, there's there's enough there's enough comfort there with somebody that if, if somebody feels like they're talking down to you or they're yelling at you or whatever, the, just the communication barrier of ear protection creates more friction, honestly, than unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, I'm gonna throw out some ego on your side as a trainer. Uh you might be the gun guy in your tribe, but you might not know how to find your ass with both hands and a flashlight. So maybe this would be a good opportunity for you to brush up on the basics too. Um you don't even have to tell anybody you don't know as much as you thought you know. Just watch the videos and then, you know, do do what Travis tells you to do in the videos um and act like you knew it all along. It's no big deal. Uh might be good practice for you too. So um, so we've gone through, you know, basic manipulation of the gun. We've gone through basic manipulation of the trigger and the sights, uh, with regard to targets and things of that nature. Um, you know, let's let's press into now. Yeah, one one thing Go real ahead, quick, please, please. You know,
0: trying to teach somebody how to run the trigger and not disturb the sight picture. Um, an easy way to train that when you, especially when you got two people, uh, and if you set yourselves up in the room correctly, you can probably maintain proper social distancing is uh, put a dime or an empty shell casing on top of the front sight. Yeah. And the shooter should be able to pull the, the trigger all the way to the rear um, without that falling off the front sight.
1: Yeah, and that'll that'll t- that, that's that's not really related to sight alignment at that point, it's usually used as an independent drill to get somebody to get the gun up in front of them and teach them how to pull the trigger, right? So and if you if you take a the pistol cartridge at first, an empty pistol, an empty case empty case not loaded cartridge because you don't want those in the room an empty case or a dummy round a legit all plastic or or all metal non-loaded dummy round you might start by putting that on top of the gun because that's much more stable and then get it on the slide first let them try that then start putting stuff on the front sight uh, also a rifle case because it's taller center gravity's a little higher it's a little harder to do um, and you can't put it in the gun and load it so you know Still don't like live ammo in the room of any kind, but something you can put on the gun that's going to be hard to hold there while they pull the trigger, that'll teach them to get track in the right direction. Um, Also understand that some guns do not have a flat front sight that you can set a dime or whatever on. Um, You know, don't, don't, don't fight physics, you know, figure out something else you can put on top to test that with. Um, Cool. Excellent interjection. Thank you. Um. So going along with that, you know, you're looking at some of these things you want to do. There are other manipulation aspects of the weapon as well. Um, you know, once you've gotten, you know, you know how to safely load the gun administratively. Um, and we, and now we know how to, you know, line the sights up and we know how to pull the trigger and stuff like that. Um, also, maybe talk about as, as a civilian in a civilian gunfight, I almost hate to get into reloading the gun, especially with any alacrity at all, because most of these folks... Um, you know, they, they just don't have the experience and the reps in with the gun, but doing some things where, you know, hey, just slow-mo getting into, hey, pop the mag out, put another mag in, and then also having the conversation around admin loads, it, it, you should still do them as forcefully as you do a reload, the reload just has a little more urgency, um, but understanding that in civilian gunfights, the reality of a reload is 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 pretty low on the totem pole of things I want to teach a brand new shooter, uh, having said that, the world's a crazy place, and if they bought a 6-10 to ten round semi-auto firearm, um, a reload becomes nice. a, very, a much more real concern than it does for yeah. somebody carrying a, you know, a G-17 um, or a VP9 with 15-16 rounds in the gun or something like that. Um, so, you know, working through those kind of things. Um, your new shooter can't get a concealed carry permit right now they can carry the gun around their house and their property on their person concealed legally in their house or on their property. Um, maybe at their place of business, if they own it, uh, I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on TV, so don't take this as legal advice. Look that stuff up. Um, but right now, the CCW offices for the county in Franklin County are shut down. Um, so you really can't go get a concealed carry permit at this point in time, um, that yeah, should just be to, a,
0: to interject real quick. Yeah, um, the sheriff's departments are doing their absolute very best to try to be open um, to give people their you know to do concealed carry stuff. Um, the various counties they seem to be changing things on a daily, weekly, if not daily basis. Yeah, yeah. So please um, check with the various um, county websites, and then all those things are by appointment as well. Um, so if you are looking to do that, uh, you know, get try to hit in line. Um, yeah. Try to get in line for training as well, because you yeah. do need. To, there is a training requirement. Yes. Uh, for a first-time concealed carry permit holder in the state of Ohio. Uh, if you have an expired concealed carry permit, uh, it's probably worth an email or a phone call to the sheriff's department yeah. and find out, you know, what you need to do to renew or reapply for a concealed carry permit.
1: Yeah, I've, it, you know, I know in the past a number of the sheriff's offices, um, when it comes to renewing an expired permit, you just didn't realize it, you missed it. Um, we're all human; it happens. Um, you know, I've the, the, know guys that have had permits that have been expired ninety days. And that basically the SO said, well, because there's no new training requirement, etc., bring in your old card, and we'll run a new check on you and just go ahead and issue it. We're not going to make you jump through all the hoops. You might have to reapply, but you'd have to. You're basically reapplying every time anyway. Right. So you know. So yeah, if you are expired, um, you know, at least make the phone call and see and, and go from there for certain. Um, um, yeah.
0: Getting back into you know carrying, a, especially a pistol, you know, on your person safely. Um, you know, which obviously, as Chris pointed out, you, know, you can do in your own property, in your home. Um, you need a holster to do that.
1: And that's the next training point, right? So that's where you come in as the good guy. Um, that's where we come in as the good guy. Um, graceless sales plugs. We have holsters on the wall from Sidearm Solutions. For most of the guns we sell, good inside-the-waistband concealed carry holsters. We have holsters on the wall from Raven Concealment. Um, Quirky Company, great product. Um, We also probably have some other options floating around too, but for most of the guns that we sell, um, please don't call us asking if we have these for Ravens or Lorsens and stuff like that. Oh, wait a minute. No, I'm talking to my tribe. Never mind. We're good. Um, So better quality holsters. If if the, if you're if you know that person because every, the whole world's closed down can't get a good holster, you probably have a holster that you may not like as well as the one you're currently using, but it probably is more than serviceable for your newbie friend or your newbie family member who's a squishy lefty, but it just found Jesus and is coming to the right. Um, you know, hand that person a good quality serviceable holster. Um, if if they're close in belt size, hand them a decent quality serviceable belt too, because we talk about the foundational aspects of it. But again help that person find that right tool. If so what, if you have one good holster, you've shed everything else to other buddies, maybe you have an outside the waistband holster that you're not currently using for the same gun and you're not gonna use it because you wanna stay concealed, let that person borrow it. I don't care, whatever the case may be. Um, But as importantly as getting the tool in their hand, we need to talk about, talk to them and show them and get lots and lots and lots and lots of empty gun draw stroke practice on the gun. Um, You know, proper grip on the gun from the holster uh, proper trigger finger placement high and along the side of the slide or the frame on the gun at least, but up on the slide would be better as they're drawing the gun so they're not shooting themselves as they draw the gun. Um, you know, and teach them that draw stroke. If you want to go back to baby steps and teach a 4 count draw stroke, that's fine. If you don't know what that is, don't teach it. Go look it up and learn it with them. Um, yeah. You know, but, but, but the, now's the time to practice while nobody's beating on you with a 2x4 or a ball bat because their kids are hungry. Um, you know, not a, not a fun scenario, but a lot of folks, you know, Brian made the comment to a gentleman, you know, here in the last week that the time to prepare was last month. The time to research was last month. Time to look into these things was last month. Um, you, by, by the grace of God, we're being given a little bit of time where things haven't exactly melted down and maybe they won't melt down best case scenario. Um, but you've got some time right now to get that person to do some draw strokes um, get good at getting the gun out of the holster safely, not quickly, safely, and then work their way into fast, but create some muscle, some safe muscle memory, and then start integrating that draw stroke into sight alignment, into sight picture, into trigger press, and then possibly into a, you know a reload, a modify, you know a practice reload or or a tap rack, assess malfunction clearance, or something like that. Um, we really, really, really want to stick to the absolute fundamentals. Um, shooting positions can be drilled without a gun at all.
0: Or you can use a Nerf gun, to be honest.
1: Yeah, Nerf gun. Uh, you know, or if you have an airsoft gun. I don't care. Whatever. But you know, just want to throw out some things to think about. Please understand that you know, like, as in any technical endeavor, if you are in this game, you're going to be speaking possibly at a technical level above the person you're trying to help out. Um, back off the language and start talking about the flippy switch on the side that makes the big metal thing on top go forward um, rather than maybe the slide release or the slide lock or whatever until they get, until they have an understanding what that is. Um, you know, the button on the side that makes the mag fall out, that's cool. Um, you know, until they catch on, that's the magazine release. At some point, it'll become very clear to them what it is. Uh, front sight, rear sight, you know, could be front bumpy thing, rear notchy thing, whatever. Um, but understand that we speak in very technical jargon. Um, a lot of times around guns, the more we know. Um, it, same thing comes to accessories and stuff like that. Um, somebody may not realize that their appendix is on a very technical level located in your thorax, um, you know, not lateral or medial, honestly. It's kind of, you know, in the middle of that, and, it, and it's a little bit more fore than aft um, if they were in the Navy, um, you know, posterior, you know, anterior, whatever. Um, you know, help them understand that, you know, a, a, an appendix holster goes in front, basically pointed at your junk. Help them understand that, a, you know, a hip holster goes, you know, generally between 3 and 5 o'clock on the belt line. Um, and, and, you know, those kind of things. You know, let's, let's keep things really simple and try and help out our tribe. Um, along with that, if they've gone to this point, talk to them about easing into the rest of this stuff, too. Um, the, you know, medics out there have a saying, do no harm. Um, do N-O harm and then also do no harm, K-N-O-W harm. Uh, if a medic gets pissed off enough to shoot you, they know where to shoot you. Um, they're going to shoot you, you know, in the upper thoracic cavity, um, somewhere where there's a lot of vasculature. Um, or they're going to shoot you in the snot locker um, because they understand that the, you know, the electronic aspect of that it works. Teaching you know, your tribe maybe a little bit about how to put a tourniquet on, how to pack a wound and stuff like that. And again, if this is something that you have a med kit, but you've never trained with it, this might be an opportunity for you to go online and look at some of the videos that are out there. Um,
0: There's a lot of really good videos on the North American Rescue website. Um, I believe Dark Angel Medical has some good stuff out there. Um, Precision
1: Precision Tac Med um, would be a great place to follow on Instagram. Um, Precision Tac Med is a company out of Florida. They have a component here locally um you know that that does stuff like this uh there's some guys like j crow consulting um uh jack crowley good dude teaches a lot of this stuff some guys to chase down there you know learn some basics from a professional at least study up as best you can right now until you can get into that class um but you know you, you know if you know how to create trauma you should know how to to fix trauma or at least slow it way down um and then getting into the rest of the stuff softly. When um, I mean, go to the grocery store. Don't be the butthole that goes and buys every last freaking can of green beans. But go pick up a few more green beans than you need. Um, you know, go pick up, if Sam's Club has pallets of 25-pound bags of rice, pick up a bag of rice and throw it in a five-gallon bucket with a lid on it so mice don't get into it and shit it all over everything else you own. Um, prepping is not just about buying. It's also about storage, organization, and understanding what you have. Um, it's logistics uh, logistics win wars, guys, not bullets. Not, not bullets in people necessarily. It's lots of bullets and lots of people. Um, rice is the same thing. So um, I, I feel like I'm preaching. So do you have anything you want to add just kind of as a gross overview or whatever or any specifics that I might have missed?
0: Um, yeah, sure. There's a couple other, I'll we'll call it open source, like training resources on the Internet. Um, one of them is Freakertime.tv. Um, Those guys have posted a lot of very reputable, um, highly knowledgeable instructors that also know how to communicate um, to a new shooter. Um, Some really good stuff on there. Um, Going back over the years, a dude named Mike Pannone from CCT Solutions has a lot of really good content on his Instagram. Uh, If you're willing to go a little bit more into the scary stuff, um, check out another dude named um, Ed Calderon, um, Ed's Manifesto, has a lot of exceptionally good information on his Instagram um, and the podcast and things he's been on. Be warned, uh, a lot of it's pretty scary.
1: Yeah, a lot. Of, it's very graphic, it, and, but it, it's also very, very real. Um, Mr. Calderon was a Mexican Federale police officer who worked the border areas uh, between Mexico and the U.S. for 20 years and is still alive to talk about it. Yeah, like that, that's every orders. credential you ever need right there in one place. Um, teaching you about how to survive in a third world shithole um, because he did it. Um, because the reality check is places like Juarez, Cuidad, uh, um, all along the border, some of those places were really cool places to go on spring break for a couple days 40 years ago. Um, in the last two decades, they are flat out dangerous.
0: They are the upside down.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's where he's lived and worked in and amongst really bad dudes. Um, some really, really good information. Um, I would also throw out there, uh, IG stuff to follow April risk consulting. It's a P R I L L I think dot risk dot consulting. Um, some interesting stuff, more domestic, more just general crime based. Hey, these people are not like you. Um, not everyone is like you, so be aware of that. This is where social distancing is nice, because you can tell people to stay six feet away um, because of the weaponized chlamydia COVID nineteen thing. But the reality check is, it gives you some space politely. Um, you just may not want certain people to get that close to you, and that's a good place to start. So.
0: Yeah, uh, another resource would be uh, Greg Elford's active
1: active response active training.
0: Active response training. Yep. Yep. Um, he does a week. He has done a weekly like link roundup. Uh, every Friday for the past forever, um, with a, an absolute wealth of information, um, along with the articles he's written. Yeah. Uh, if you are stuck at home and bored out of your mind, um, head there and start reading.
1: Yeah, his weekly dump is probably about as much as you can read in a week if you're a troglodyte like me. Um, Greg Greg is a is a, a meathead slash gentleman scholar slash super dangerous dude who communicates incredibly effectively. Um, just based on his social media stuff. There's so much to learn right there. Um, he also does classes locally. I don't know what kind of distancing he's doing, um, but he is a world traveler and is, is very aware of, of what disease looks like, um, of what illness looks like and stuff like that. So he does a lot of stuff outside of the gun and the knife that might be extremely useful to you right now, like long-term medicine. Um, Greg, like I said, travels a lot and knows a lot about staying healthy far away from higher level medical help Um, so that that's a place to look too um you know so definitely check out greg a lot of really good information and also he has a lot of links on his site um which conflict with what we do sometimes because he sells stuff we want to sell but he has links on his site to some really good equipment too and if you can't get to us to get it because of social distancing um some interesting content in some places and that's how you support him is by buying those things, he gets a small cut of that, and it keeps him in business producing good content. Um, so please support him as well if you go there. I don't know what yeah. else to add. Um, if you uh, if you're still eating takeout food, eat takeout food from local small owned restaurants.
0: Like yeah, Louis Fusion Grill,
1: yeah, baby, Louis Fusion Grill next door to us is doing takeout, and they're doing a phenomenal job. Um, Joey Chang still doing takeout, doing a phenomenal job. Um, support your local one-off businesses. I'm not saying don't support your big corporations that have chains lo- near you too. That's cool. That's your thing. Um, uh, the Olive Tree in Hilliard does really good takeout. They're up in Um, You know, in any who's local.
0: The, who's the burrito guys?
1: Uh, oh yeah, uh, Habaneros. Uh, they're doing takeout as well. Habaneros on Main Street in Hilliard doing a phenomenal job. Uh, any local business you can, you know, if you can do takeout from them, if you're comfortable with that. Um, you know, do, do it up guys. We gotta, we gotta keep each other afloat, whether that's your brother-in-law who voted for Obama twice or, you know, whether it's your, your local eatery that you want to keep open for after the flugeloo is over. So. so like yeah. On.
0: Um, on that note, we are on Facebook and Instagram. As long as those platforms, let us stick around. Uh, we, I do. <laughs> this is Brian. I do my best job to post a lot of really good information, um, especially on the Facebook page. Facebook makes posting links pretty easy. Um, you know, new products as we get resupplied and restocked and things, um, that goes on the Instagram and the Facebook, um, if, w- usually well before it gets to the weekly email. Uh, we do a weekly email newsletter. Um, please sign up for that. Have your friends and family sign up for that. Where do they go to sign um, up for that, Brian? They can go right to the website, um, our website. The first time they go there, there's a pop-up to sign up for the newsletter. Um, that comes out every Friday. That also has a, a, usually a lot of training information. Um, knowledge sharing and whatnot. Uh, and then, you know, we are here in Hilliard, Ohio, uh, 44, 7, 4465 Cemetery Road, um, right in front of the Aldi's. Uh, you know, we are, our plan is to remain open uh, as long as we're able to, um, normal business hours. Um, check the website and, you know, social. Uh, if we have to shut down or something, all that will be posted on there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, stay, stay, fa- ah, stay safe out there. Uh, If you can't be safe, be dangerous. Amen. Or be both.